0: It's like somebody had just blown
1: a drag into your face? Yeah, pretty right. much. Yeah. Like
0: it was everywhere. Very casual. And like I looked up the uh I was curious. I looked up the weed laws in Florida. It's not legal. Right. It's not me. Yeah. But I guess maybe, Florida. I guess maybe they at least in South Beach, they're not really sure about it. Bro.
1: What you gonna do? Put everyone away? Do you ever feel like like we could be living differently? From him, okay. So for local what was These last Keon. words,
0: Pod, my name is Keon, aka Almighty the DJ
1: on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. A special thanks to everybody joining us on SoundCloud, Spotify, <laughs> Apple, as well as YouTube. The God of me honors the God in each and every single one of you. Keon is happy. I
0: no, I, yeah, I, I was excited to be back. I when I was on my way here, I was just thinking like, man, I haven't potted in like two weeks. This, yeah. I just felt more just excited and jubilant about this than I usually am.
1: I'm like, certain some people have, have missed you, have missed. The, I hope the, the, so. the, the banter between us. I hope so. They got they got my dad, they got my dad one <laughs> week, and and then you know just just me over here, just just going off on these on these essays that I'm writing. What so. is,
0: What is a solo podcast
1: like? What is a solo podcast like? Well, I mean, for instance, clearly, that is, that's actually a really good question. Because clearly, Dynamics completely different. It's not conversational. Right. So, I'm, I mean, you 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 listen to one of them, at least. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I listen
0: to originality. Right. And so. Well, you, I mean, I don't know. You kind of had
1: that written already. So, I mean, I right. guess that helps. It, well, yes, yeah. it, it does help. And when was the last time you had to write something oh wait no you you're in school so yeah when was the last essay you wrote i ain't writing well no that's 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 fine (laughs) like it's not it's probably weird that i'm writing it down with a pen (laughs) and a piece of paper anyway but when was your last essay uh it was last semester um in i mean what is we're in the summer now so yeah last spring semester what was it about
0: um what class was that that was let me fuck this let me ask you a better
1: question okay (laughs) because this is something that I actually finished uh, writing in this next one that's going to come out. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you had to look at a blank sheet of paper, or it could be on the computer, a blank word, piece of paper, mm-hmm. document, and you just had to, there was no prompt mm-hmm. that came along with it. Mm-hmm. It was just write about what you want to write about and and get your thoughts together, figure it out, make it sound good, put turn it into the teacher.
0: Uh I have I have no idea because everything that I've typed or written recently it has, you know, I've had it's it's been an assignment. Right. It's been something I had to to research. Um but my last uh my last paper I wrote was an ethics paper. Mm. I had to choose a uh philosopher and write about that philosopher and what they would think about specific situations that were Mm, given to me to write about right um so i wrote a paper i forgot who the philosopher was but i had to write a paper on what he uh would think about the uh just a lot of
1: the Political things that are going on. Okay. Uh, this day and
0: age, like Black Lives Matter, and right. things Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: where the, where they would stand on it? Yeah. Where they you would for, stand now on you it. For, have forgotten the philosopher, so I yeah. guess we can't really it wouldn't matter I, getting into that right now.
0: Then. Yeah, I forgot the philosopher's mm-hmm. name, and I also this isn't the laptop that I use for school, yeah. so I can't okay. even look it up
1: for you. That's the Hewlett Packard. Yeah, yeah, the Hewlett Packard. Uh, yeah, no, I mean it's. I enjoyed it a whole lot. I did not know how much I was going to enjoy it yeah. beforehand. But writing is something that I feel like I should have been doing more of. Well, and, and I'm figuring that out at the more and more I'm writing and the more I'm figuring out about myself as I
0: write. You're a very expressive person. Yes. So I'm surprised that that journal wasn't full of more things than just journal entries
1: yes yeah 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 exactly so that's so that's what i'm doing right now i'm i mean things are always coming to mind for me right and so i'm just i'm taking people through my thought process on any one of these given things and you know last week just happened to be originality which is just interesting i definitely spoke about it in the chat when i was asking mikey if he was one of the people that told me that he feels like he just runs into Ten different types of people, yeah. and that, and and I think that that's just a very interesting. It's a very interesting thing because I know that the the sort of compliments of you're a breath of fresh air, you're just so unique, you're so different. Like that's those are few and far between. Uh-huh. You know when they're handed out to people. Yeah. So I do. Ju- I just started thinking about why that is the case. Why it seems that so many people seem to be so alike. You know, with with everyone else, or why everyone seems to be. Sampling things from all of the same people, but not mm-hmm. turning it into something that is their own. Yeah, and so, so I just, I just started having these thoughts. I started asking people about it. I was doing like field research. Just, I was, <laughs> I was pretty excited to listen to
0: it because I was like, you know, this nigga's by himself. Like, what is like, what is, you know? I know it's gonna be good, but I was really curious to see what you were gonna bring to the table. No pun intended.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and so this next one, so. This next one is definitely very, very interesting.
0: Okay. This, this is next... a
1: solo. Like, you're not gonna do this know... right now. No, 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 okay, no, no, okay, no, no. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It wouldn't even make sense. Okay. Like, it yeah. wouldn't make sense to try to incorporate that in what we do here. Yeah. It would just be you sitting off to the side for 30 minutes as, I, as I speak about. It. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. Nah, we'll just do that another time. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I love it. It's definitely, I'm, I'm definitely growing. I think it's just gonna be a huge. I like challenging myself. Okay, and I think to try to pull one of these off every week okay. is is a wild challenge. Okay, no, but, I, I like that. Yeah, but I think I think I'm up to it because okay. I, I like it a I, whole lot. I believe in you. Yeah, and it's 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 just an interesting thing to to have a blank sheet of paper in front of you, mm-hmm. and you haven't been doing research on something specific for months on end. It's and prob- just and just say okay, I have this thought. I want to take people through this thought process mm-hmm. about this thing. R- go.
0: I'm sure that it's probably the same way that
1: like any artist feels when they have a blank
0: canvas and they don't really have an idea as far as what they want to put on it. They just you know they pick a couple of colors out and they just say you know what I'm gonna make it
1: shake. That is hilarious because I do bring that up in in the writing. Really? I yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I draw I draw parallels between you know, that in the blank canvas that is many other things for other people Mm -hmm. and the fact that they just have to take from whatever's in there. I mean, you could, the way I talk about it, and that is an artist having a dream Mm -hmm. and it being a vivid dream and then them waking up that day and they're like, I'm going to take a still shot from what I remember in my dream and I'm going to put that on this canvas. Okay. And that's just, that's a wild thought to think of. Okay, I have this shot in my mind that I dreamt of. It's so vivid to me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put that on a canvas. Yeah, and I'm the and I'm the only one that can make this painting. And that is original. Exactly, nice. I'm the only one that can make this painting because this doesn't actually exist. No, no, this it this is just of my mind. There's not
0: one person on this earth that has had this same dream in its in its exact form.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's so it's very cool to think that. That's what you're doing, yeah, with a blank sheet of paper, and you're just trying to put together your thoughts as coherently and as uh cohesively as possible, right it's you, and then you look back on it and you're like, whoa, like, all this shit just came out of my mind mm-hmm. <laughs> I just sat here and just thought about things mm-hmm. and wrote them down and i and I come back and I look at this and it's, it's a it's a very weird thing, but you definitely learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. I process. mean, you're probably also
0: just a bit, you're a little
1: astonished. You, you, you've you taken this mental note, in a
0: sense, and <clears throat> you put it on paper. And once you put it on the paper, it probably just, it just, it comes more full circle. It does. You know what I'm saying? Exactly.
1: It, yeah, it, it's one of those things that can be... Intrinsically understood uh-huh. to yourself, but then when you have to sit there and articulate it, write it down in such a way that it's going to make sense to the next person, mm-hmm. that's when it really starts to take shape for you, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Yeah, okay, that is what I mean." Yep. Yeah, yes, it's, it's a wow moment. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a very interesting moment. But that yeah, is. so that's a lot. That's that's enough on that. They will, they will, they will hear it. I think it will probably release that on Wednesday, Wednesday night, Wednesday, okay. Wednesday morning. But you're back. I am
0: back from Miami. Yes, in this bitch finna get Cross. So
1: tell people why they haven't heard from you. Uh, <laughs> well, tell tell us tell us what you've been doing? I've been out of
0: town. Um, I mean not this entire time. Uh, I was I was gone for, you know, an extended weekend, uh and then the next week, uh my schedule just kind of didn't just didn't work out for yeah. the pod. Yes. Um, so I took a I took another week off. Um, which was cool, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, let my man's here do his thing, um, and he gave you guys some great content, so the podcast did not fail
1: at all. Never. 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 They um, will get an episode every <laughs> week. I Yeah, I hope so, because
0: all the stuff is here with you. Yes. So, so. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I have a lot of things that I want to touch on um, as far as this trip, because there was a lot of ups and a lot of downs.
1: Good, because because um, this, this podcast, for the most part, this is about you. Yeah, this episode is about you, okay. Keon. Okay. We might even name this Keon's Return.
0: <laughs> um, so I learned a lot about my son.
1: Um, <laughs> you really gonna do this? I mean,
0: I'm not gonna go into too much crazy detail, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I learned
1: I learned a lot about my son um, huh? on this trip, <laughs> and. You know? No, this is great cuz we're going to have we're going to talk about this. I learned a
0: lot about him on this trip. Um for anyone that's never been to Miami, it's not it's not really a cheap place. Uh things there are no. fairly expensive. Um and I brought my son with me and it was a little tough. And you want to know where I fucked up? I told him that I was going to get him crab legs when we were down there. He loves crab legs. He's he I don't know. He's bougie maybe. Maybe a little bougie, eleven little, years a little spoiled.
1: Um, We're talking about
0: going into sixth grade. Going, yeah, going into going sixth grade. Into,
1: I just don't remember asking for things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I knew I wanted a game system. Like maybe it was a Dreamcast at the time, maybe PlayStation yeah, One, something like that. But I don't remember at like when it came to food, I don't remember making requests like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that is that is very particular.
0: So that's, that's where I messed up because the entire time, all he did was ask about those crab legs and everything that he ordered that wasn't buffalo wings, he stared at it like fungus was growing out of it when it got to his plate, even though he asked for it because he would somewhat eat it. And then an hour later, we're at the beach and he talking about he hungry.
1: And I'm just like, ex- you know, right? ex- exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm you, saying? You
0: like, what are you talking about?
1: Yeah, they ain't, they ain't crab legs. Yeah.
0: The last night is when we actually got the crab legs. He ate them shits like they was the last four crab legs on this earth. Like, he savored every that bit of That was his last he, meal. He wasn't talking to nobody. <laughs> like, the, he finished the little thing of butter that they gave him. Just. God. He was, I, like, they even, you know, when you go to a restaurant, they give you the little joints where you can, like, crack the shells. Yeah. You know, he was over there just.
1: Oh, he was just, oh. <laughs> like, I'm
0: sitting over there. I was like, you don't want to use the cracker? He was like, nope.
1: He was looking but, at you like amateur. Right. <laughs> you need the cracker You're for Like that? I mean, I I don't, don't get me wrong. Like, when I'm at the
0: crib, like, you know, I'm just, I'm using my
1: teeth or yeah. just my hands,
0: but. When I'm at a restaurant, I'm going to take advantage, you know? Yeah, he's not worried about I'm a, yeah, that. I'm gonna crack 'em open with the cracker. I'm going to take <laughs> advantage. Um but yeah, man, it was it was it was interesting and I was asking him the whole time about, you know, like, you know, what do you think about this place? Cuz like, we're in Miami. This like there's kids there, but this isn't really a
1: place for kids. No. And I'm
0: not even talking about just all the ass cheeks
1: and shit. <laughs> That are that are hanging. All the out. ass cheeks and marijuana that's walking right, the streets. Right, yeah, right. I'm yeah. not
0: even talking about that. But it's just it's it's not super kid friendly, other than the beach. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like all the places that you're going to, everybody's drinking big goblets of, of alcohol that right. you can hold with two hands. You know,
1: like. But you knew this prior, oh no, I, right? Because you're knew Biscayne this. Don. Uh, you know what? I am Biscayne You Donald. you you are. I'm game You you <laughs> are the captain of Collins. <laughs> the captain of Collins. Cap, yes, Collins captain. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's
0: it's you know like you said marijuana just like, yeah, I I think I got them Zaza's. I got them rats. Yeah, everybody <laughs> walking around just I got that zaza. I got that loud, and it's like. When I stepped outside of my hotel room, I felt like I smelled more alcohol. I mean, I smelled more marijuana and weed smoke than I did oxygen. Like, I'm not
1: even bullshitting with you. Like somebody had just blown a drag into your face? Yeah, pretty much. Like,
0: it was everywhere. Very casual. And, like, I looked up the... uh, I was curious. I looked up the weed laws in Florida. It's not legal. Right. It's not legal there. Yeah. But I guess maybe... But is Florida... I guess maybe they at least in South Beach they are not really tripping about it, bro.
1: What you gonna do? Put everyone away? It, it, like you, like yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, you know, the, yeah. there's a certain point where if enough people do it, it's legal. Because <laughs> because you're not putting us all away. Like there's right. just nothing you you're just can do. You gonna take
0: everybody off of, off of Ocean? Drive. Yeah, like it's just it's not. A blunt it's head. just it's
1: just not gonna happen. <laughs> and 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 then another thing is the reason why that's the case, bro. Weather matters. Weather matters. Climate matters. And people act differently. That's why people are always looking at Florida like, yo, what are y'all doing down there? Like, what's, <laughs> what's going on with y'all down the floor? Like, y'all just through this whole quarantine, ain't nobody quarantined. Right. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> been at the beach blowing smoke at each other, kissing on each other, breathing on each other, uh, coughing on each other. They didn't care. Yeah. It's just it's just a Florida vibe. So it's like, I don't give a fuck about the marijuana law. What are you right, talking about? Right, right. We in Miami. Right. Nah, you're right. You're right. Um, but- so, as far as, like, him eating,
0: that was tough. It was it was tough. Like, I got to a point where I just was I was frustrated. I didn't know what to do. Like, what is a good, like, what do you want? What do you, I'm not, we're not eating crab legs every day. I tell you that much. Right. So, for sure. we got to figure something out. Soon as we got off the plane, first restaurant he went to, he pointed out the crab legs. I had to look at him. I was like, I was like, Are you sure you only get mm-hmm. one crab leg meal mm-hmm. while you're here? You yeah. want to waste that? On the very first place that you go to, right? Are you
1: sure, right? And he thought about it, and he was like, "Okay, I'll get something else." It, well, <laughs> and I told you about, I commented on that, and mm-hmm. said that that shows great, great adherence for the long term. Yeah, right. So, like, shooting for the long uh-huh. game here. We're not just going to do instant gratification, and that's cool. Kat Williams had a had a line about that. I think it was he was raising his he was raising his son, and he. He said something like, I can get you this new system, uh-huh. but it's gonna. But the game is very expensive. You got this amount of money to work with, so you're going to get one game. Uh-huh. Or I can get you this Nintendo 64 or, some, <laughs> or something like that and get you 20 games. What you want to do? Ooh. And Cat Williams said that his son made a real nigga decision. <laughs> and he was like, well, let's get the Nintendo 64, Daddy." <laughs> Well we had twenty games like that makes sense, so your son did that in in a way he was yeah. just like well, no, this it was is... it was kind of a proud moment. I was like, okay,
0: yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you thought that through right because you was gonna get these crab legs <clears throat> and you wasn't gonna get no more exactly, and I'm glad you understood that right um, let me see let me see so let me talk about my airport experiences. I just like. I be seeing people in the air. Like, I'm a simple man. Well, before
1: you go to but, the airport, as far as just learning about Jacory. Okay. It was, you, you were just leaving it with, he's a picky eater.
0: He's a super picky
1: eater. Super picky eater. Super okay. Picky eater. All right, but, and okay. he
0: felt very inclined to have those crab legs. He brought it up multiple times. Okay. And it it really, I feel like it ruled his entire mood the entire time he was there. If it wasn't crab legs, he wasn't that excited about it.
1: He really wasn't. Okay, all right, and, that, and that's 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 it. You didn't learn anything else. There were no other um, real developments. I mean, not not really.
0: That's really the only thing that bothered me the entire time. Yeah. He loved the beach, though. Okay. he was he was he was in the water. Like we went to the beach probably three times that that time or this time, and um, like the first couple times he just like he wanted me to get in there like with him, and oh, I mean I was gonna get in there, but I also I enjoy just sitting in my beach chair yes. under my umbrella, yes. just chilling. Yes. You know, drinking something. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoy that. So I had to tell him. I was like, Ja'Cory, like you know how to swim. Like you don't need me to be there because it's not like we out there tossing a football or a frisbee around yeah, in the yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't. Like what do you like? What is it exactly? You just want the company. That's right?
1: how you know that you're getting older. By the way, one happy birthday, right? Oh yeah! Thanks. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, my, birth, my birthday just passed. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's how you know you're getting older when you when you like to when you like to participate in things, but but to an extent, yeah, <laughs> you like to go to the beach, but like I'll get in the water, but I'm just gonna sit under this umbrella yeah. and have a couple beers and like relax, yeah, and enjoy the sounds of the ocean and all that. I don't have to be out there yeah. boogie boarding. I don't have to be. What's the one that that, uh, that I like a whole lot? When you Skimboard? just skim skim boarding, yeah. yeah. I don't have to do any of those things. Yeah. Um and honestly, I, I thought about you while I was there, about
0: your, your take on the beach. And I was just I was just thinking to myself, I was like, Man, eh, this nigga better get some water shoes and stop tripping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's just sometimes listen, you had the same thing when you were going out hiking with us. You realize that there is preparation for things, Absolutely. and once you understand things and you can prep for them, it's like okay, we can do this. Absolutely. So you're right. Water shoes. Yeah. Water shoes would probably would make me feel much better yeah. about about stepping out there <laughs> for sure.
0: Um, I saw something that I hadn't ever seen before though when we were at the beach. I saw like fish swimming in the water. I don't usually mm-hmm. see that. It was like these little, uh, almost clear, uh, like.
1: Fish well, like kind of a long, like, you don't even know the name of the fish. Dang, no. he, dang, Keon. Like, you don't even know you ain't pull out your Pokedex and, like, <laughs> and try to figure out the name of the fish. Am like, I you... supposed to
0: know every species of fish I mean, that I... there
1: is? Can you, is that... can, can you name is... me? Can you name me 10 at least?
0: 10 catfish, pufferfish, uh. Panfish, perch, um, 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 sharks. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's uh, where we whales. at Whales. That's where we at now. Now, we, oh. now we're doing that. And whales are mammals, correct? They are, man. <laughs> they, they, they're, they're still fish. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, um, it's okay. Let me see. Hold on. Um, I just think it went to the Sharks.
0: <laughs> it was an easy one. It
1: was an easy one. Um, that's when you knew she was coming down to the wire and she got slim real quick. She can say, Sharks.
0: Uh, all right, look. That's six.
1: I can, I can name some more. All Hold right. All right, just, all right. Just continue on. I think we're done with your core, We're done with the food. Yeah. All right. Go on.
0: So- I just gotta laugh at niggas at the airport though. Like I saw so many like people in the airport just three chains on, just chains. Really? Yeah, like I even saw this one nigga, nigga had two watches on.
1: I'm like, nigga, how much time you wanna tell, nigga? Like, what is up? (laughs) How much time you wanna tell? Like how much of it? Yeah, like how much time you trying to tell? Oh, really? Two um, watches? Yeah, he had on nigga had on. Two watches, but they were flaws type. I mean, you had oh yeah, fit, no, like they a...
0: had. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if they were real. I'm I'm not trying to sun them. Mm-hmm.
1: I I just don't know. You don't know if they were CZs. <laughs> yeah, were, were they diamond or gold? Like, were they or did it look it was, like it was, it was supposed like to be
0: silver with like a like a diamond? Oh, diamond. Okay. okay, okay. Um, but man, two two watches, a chain, had the pants hanging up, hanging just enough. So that you can see the Gucci belt. Like mm-hmm. the Gucci, it wasn't securing his waist, it was securing his thighs. It's not, that's not what the belt is it's for. That, yeah, it's designed to hold the pants up. Well, well, I that, I, well I
1: mean, yeah, but you know.
0: Like I've just I've never understood niggas like with the with the belt around the dicks. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't get that. I don't get it. If somebody wants to help me understand. Please help me.
1: Understand. Wait a minute. Oh, you mean grown men? Because grown we could. Man, okay, yes. because we were all at a point where we were wearing our pants, we we're sagging our pants. Okay, yes, yes, but not with a belt on. Oh, so you? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Like, if you want your pants to hang, well, oh, well I guess well, you just. Well, well we it. were okay. First of all, nigga, we, you may have had a Tommy Hilfiger belt on, which don't need to be shown. These they, people are wearing Gucci or Louis Vuitton belts. It's they're wearing it not because they just feel secure and it's just of something that they not. bought. They want to show it. Yeah. They so get. they got to tuck the pants in the front or something like that, or tuck the shirt in the front of the pants no, so that no, the emblem shows. Or no. they just or. Tight tighten the belt enough around their penises
0: so that it does so that the pants don't fall
1: off. Yo, tighten belts around penises is crazy. It's wild. It's image. not a lie. But but <laughs> I understand what you're saying. It's it sagged enough to where it is around yeah. the bottom of their ass and yeah. the, around the shaft of their penis. Yeah.
0: And and it was it was interesting cuz I was just like, okay, so like I get it. You try to be flashy, you got your Gucci belt on. So that we can see it. You got your watches. You double fist in the watches.
1: That. that you. That's. I'm, well, I was going to say that's just not classy. But neither is the one before. So I'm not expecting any class on these. Because that's just. That's just. But. Too, what are you doing? What killed me the
0: most, though, is the nigga had on a all white fitted that was like
1: this. Oh, what is that? Like a 45. Wearing it at a 45 degree angle. And I'm just
0: like, I know this Like nigga.
1: he's like a. 90s breakdance right
0: i was like <laughs> i know this nigga does not have on all this jewelry and then just tops it off with an all white something because it wasn't crisp it wasn't a crisp all white it looked like he had it for a while. Um, so, you
1: yeah, know what that, I'm saying? Um, had yeah, a little ding to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah off-white. Little... And, not, and not the brand off-white. No, not <laughs> the brand. Yeah.
0: Had a little dingy, a, lo- a little ding to it. You know what I'm saying? But he had it like this. A little like, dinge
1: tinge to yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Like, the nigga just had it on like, you know what I'm saying? Just like, it was like Fred Durst or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like cause like, who wears the hats like this anymore? Like,
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um. Yeah.
0: I was just—I don't know—I gotta laugh at people like that because it's just—it just seems too much to me. When I go to the airport, I'm wearing flip-flops or like slides—the most comfortable traveling I, things. Period. Absolutely. Nigga, I don't even wear sneakers. I don't want to take my—I sh- don't want to have to unlace my shoes yes. when I
1: go through TSA. I just want to kick my slides off. Right. For sure. Easy. Thousand percent. Easy. Thousand percent. Wow. Uh, two watches on. Two watches. Three chains. How do you feel? Do you want, like, you would you would get a chain. Yes, I would. And, I would, and there's still a, an extent to exactly how boisterous my, it's going to be. So yeah.
0: If I ever, if I can ever afford, like, real diamond jewelry like that, it's not going to be anything that hangs down to my waist. Okay. It's not going to be a big pendant. Okay. Or, you know what I'm saying? Nothing like that. Okay. It's going to be something, you know, something nice. It ain't gonna
1: be like the Rick Ross drum with like your face no. with the beard. No, no it's none. not gonna spin. It's like, not gonna like spin G like unit. G Unit. Okay, like
0: it's gonna be something chill. Now, will I wear more than one? If it's like kind of a set where like one is a little shorter, one's a little longer, mm. I could do something like
1: that. Mm. You know
0: what I'm saying? But I'm not gonna wear like
1: seven of them. Let me let me ask at, you, at where where would you go? Where you feel like that is appropriate now, maybe in your lifestyle now it's not. But if you had this money, like where would you go? Like when you're DJing, like where would you Um, just be wearing?
0: Possibly something like that. Maybe you know, taking my lady out to a nice dinner. I want to throw on some you know some nice jewelry or something like that. Okay, but I'm I'm not wearing it. I'm probably you you
1: throwing the diamond chain on to go to go to dinner. Yeah, because if I if I
0: got the diamond chain, I'm not I'm not going to. I'm not going to Golden Corral with it. I,
1: I mean, I listen. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I got. <laughs> I got hemp bracelets. So I don't, I don't. I don't even. I don't know how this goes. <laughs> um, but yeah. So
0: another thing. One of the people that was traveling with us has a sickness. Understood. And needs to bring syringes with. Insulin. Diabetic. Yes. Um. And it was really interesting to me because on the way there and on the way back, they had to hand check the bag. Which is cool. I I mean you see something go through an x-ray and it looks long and well not long, but it looks pointy. Yes. It looks like it could be dangerous. Yes. You wouldn't want to check that. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. But as I as I watched them check it. All they do is just pull it out, like they pull out. There was like in a, a little bag, mm-hmm. and they would just ask the person, you know, is there anything in here that's that's sharp? Anything mm-hmm. I need to worry about? And I'm, and you know, you, they tell them, yeah, it's syringes mm-hmm. with insulin, and like, oh okay, and they put it back in. They don't even like open it up, mm-hmm. nothing like that. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, how <laughs> secure is this, like? Do they even know what's in these syringes? I might get on this plane and just stab a nigga in the neck and fill him with some shit he don't want to be filled with. No, whoa. That's going to be all woman's for it. But, but you get what I'm saying here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, isn't yeah.
0: that crazy? Like, they don't know what's in here. Yeah, no. The I, I, most, could it be anything?
1: Yeah, that's very interesting.
0: It could be the lethal injection mixture.
1: Yeah. They don't know. Yeah, that's very interesting. They just let you go by. Is it, yeah. Hmm.
0: I mean, I don't know. Is it violating rights to, to take it out? And...
1: Hmm. What the hell was that? I don't know. Is that a
0: phone call? Nah, it's definitely not a phone call.
1: You're popular? Seem like a like a phone call on a on a different type of like you getting a a, a chat from like what's that chat that that people use for for at for out of the out of the country like WhatsApp? Sound like you're getting a WhatsApp call. It was a fucking alarm. I, can, uh, I guess alarms don't still go off on airplane mode. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, um. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so you you bringing heroin on the plane? Yeah, like it's
0: just <laughs> they don't know. You can what's, easily they bring know, heroin on the they plane. They don't know what is in those. Yes,
1: you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that
0: they. Is. So I I'm just like, how secure is this really? You know. But um, outside of that, let me see. Hmm. Um, I me and me and Antoinette, we we both kind of came to the conclusion that. We're getting a little old for the South Beach scene. We just—it's not what it used to be when we were younger. We don't consume as much alcohol as we used to.
1: Mm -hmm. We're kind of getting
0: to a point where we're just like over
1: the the, the crowd.
0: You know, like having
1: to be a part of the crowd, like the crowd being the draw. And it's like everybody there, though. Yeah. And it's like.
0: You know, we're both in our early 30s now. Everybody that's in South Beach now is, like, 21. And it's just, it's it's extra. It's a different, it's a different vibe. Yeah. So, like, we both came to the conclusion that if we go back to Miami, we're probably going to stay a little further up where it's a, a little quieter. Because, oh. like, even at the hotel we stayed at, just all fucking night, just people just through the hallways, doors slamming. It was just, it was really annoying. And we like we were we were so over it, like mm-hmm. we were uh, we were we couldn't get out of that hotel quick enough, mhm, so um, yeah man
1: i I just felt like I just felt like next time we probably gonna stay a little further up north, I completely understand That's what I was telling you, you just you start to get a little bit older yeah. and and you like quiet, yeah. you like quiet, being in the crowd doesn't excite you as much as, as really. here in the crowd, not really. That's fine. Yeah, I got. I've not I've if I gotta it. be there for four days. Okay, yeah, that, <laughs> that's one thing. But I've always, I've said for a very long time, I, years now, I have felt this way. Mm-hmm. That versus going out and hitting the bar scene and hitting the club scene and hitting the lounges and also niggas was going out <laughs> and. First of all, as a young man, the objective, whether people said it or not, mm-hmm. was always go out and try to find some ass. Right. Right? Like, right, that right. was it. Like, we're going to go out, we're going to have some drinks, and pe- you, people going to stand around in their cliques and look around. Yeah. And hope you see somebody look at you in, in a flattering way, and then mm-hmm. maybe you can make your way over to have some conversation, get some dances, whatever. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, wasn't nothing really coming of it. For the yeah. most part, people yeah. had stories where some st- yeah. funny, crazy stuff yeah. happened. But for the most part, you, that w- those were not successful attempts going out and actually like you're about to bring something home. Right. It's not. It's not really. Yeah. yeah. And so I always wondered why are we doing this? <laughs> like, why, why don't we just? Why don't we just call the people that we do know, women that we do fuck with. And we just come together at someone's crib and just have a good time amongst people that we actually want to talk to. Right? Because we're not gonna do nothing but go up to one of these clubs. Music's gonna be blaring. We're not gonna have no real conversation, mm. and we're just gonna be standing around in a line, just drinking our Coronas, looking around, mm. commenting on things every now and again. Mm. Maybe one or two of us going out and getting getting a dance with somebody. Like it's just it was it never drew me that way.
0: This reminds me of a story. Can I tell you? Can I tell you a JMU story?
1: Yes. Real Harrisonburg, shout out. Um, one
0: time, one of our many trips to Harrisonburg. Um, this was the. I don't know if I don't know if you were there this time or not. But I brought uh my boy Ryan
1: Richards with me this time. Okay. Um, then I I wasn't there because yeah. I don't remember that. Okay. Yeah,
0: I brought him with me, and we went to a party in that complex uh where niggas was uh where niggas lived at. Uh, I couldn't tell you the name of it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I forgot like what that in was. that complex, mm-hmm. you know, like when you kind of like come out of that lot and you make a right, there's like a tennis court or some shit mm-hmm. down there. It was a little further down. Yeah, um, there was a party that we we all went to that night, and I caught this girl eyeing me. Okay, I caught her eyeing me, and it happened several times. Is throughout. she with her friends? She was with friends. She's with a couple friends. She was with friends. Okay, so. She's eyeing me,
1: and by the way, that makes a huge difference. If there's a chick just like at a party by herself, and she's just eyeing you, I'm kind of like, "What are you doing here?" (laughs) (laughs) That is kind of strange. Yeah, what are you doing in here? Just eyeing me alone? What's going on? Like, who's who's with you? Right. We need. Are you safe? Right. Are you okay? Are you blacked out right now?
0: (laughs) Serious questions. So she's eyeing me. I keep seeing this happen. So at one point, I go out to the balcony to. uh, That's where the keg was at. I go out to the back balcony to get me some more beer. She follows me out, and I'm just like, okay, this is where the, the, some type of conversation needs to happen. Mm-hmm. She follows me out there, and so she's got a cup. So, you know, usually there's, like, a guy out there that's just pumping the keg for everybody. Mm-hmm. and so Were you attracted to her? Yeah, yeah, I was attracted to her. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you, <laughs> you're out partying, someone caught your eye, you saw them eyeing you, and they you weren't... You weren't really into them, so you decided you were going to start drinking a bit more heavily than you already were in order to get yourself to the point. hell no <laughs> hell no that is that is
0: just completely unnecessary, completely unnecessary.
1: I have to ask these questions because you never know. people have definitely been in that situation before. I don't just I- like you know what, man. It's getting down to the end of the night. Like, let, me, let me go ahead and just knock a few. Like, it This ain't going to do it for me right now, but if I knock a couple more of these shots down, she going to be just fine. I've never <laughs> wanted to hit anything <laughs> that bad. Never. That's a, that's a different level of thirst. It is. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, nigga, that is desert
1: thirst. Yeah, I mean, some, it happens to people sometimes. Um, All right, go ahead. But Ooh. yeah, so You're usually a guy out
0: there pumping the keg for yeah. everybody. So... One, you know, he's pumping my keg or whatever, uh, or pumping the keg. <laughs>
1: Whoa!
0: <laughs> Whoa! Damn! I'm giving Mikey all types of content. Wow! Um.
1: <laughs>
0: um all right. So. All right. <laughs> she, you know, she's next after me. So
1: I take it. A- <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Tell us about how she's next after you're getting your keg pumped. Um, <laughs> she's next after
0: me to have her plastic red cup filled with beer okay. from AK. Yes, understood. understood. <laughs> she's next, and so I take it upon myself. I tell the guys like, "Yeah, I got it. Yeah, let me. I'm gonna pump this first You uh, know what I'm saying? So I'm pumping it. You know, we, you know, we talking, we exchanging names and whatnot, and we go back in the party. We start dancing. She's got, like, three friends. I call my boy Double R over. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, dancing with one of the friends. So, you know, we over here. You know how niggas was up against the wall, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> doing the thing, right. you know. And so the party's starting to die down. And I'm like, I, I'm asking her. I'm like, yo, so, you know, what are you guys doing after this? She immediately tells me that she got the crib to herself.
1: Wow. So now, yeah, see, she came out ready to make a hit. She came out that, ready to pull the trigger.
0: That's what you would think.
1: Yes. That's what you would think. E, so Oh hold my on. goodness. Hold on. All right, all right. I'm strapped in. So
0: that's what you would think. She's like, yeah, you know, I live in uh Staunton, which is like 30 minutes further like south. Or west or whatever. You got you
1: got Yo, mad. Re- you, you got mad reminders. You made an alarm to just let yourself know when you was forty minutes into the pot. Listen, everybody, you, you got to give Keanu a break. He hasn't podcasted in over a couple of weeks yeah, now. There's you know there's yeah. been three episodes that have been released without him on it. He's kind of forgotten the things that need to be done in order to facilitate a comfortable situation and setting for podcasting. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm a piece of shit.
0: <laughs> um. So she's like, yeah, I live in Staunton, which is, I didn't know where it was at the time, but it was like 30 minutes down the road somewhere. So there's four of them and two of us. This sounds like it's going to be a great night, right? Yes. No. <laughs> so... We all go out they they came in a car i had my car me and two girls hop in my car ryan hops in a car with two other girls with the two other girls and so we just start driving to staunton i don't know what's there nigga. we pulled up to staunton i swear it looked like the town from uh willie wonka and the chocolate factory <laughs> like you remember you remember charlie just running out out of out of the little shack, everything just looked rickety and old. It was crazy. E-ew. So <laughs> they
1: was in a shanty town. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we um
0: we get to the crib right, and we pull up to the back, go straight down to the basement, and they they throw on some music. Okay. And so like, there's you know there's some making out going on. There's some grinding going mm. on, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like I got my hands under the shirt. I'm feeling feeling titties and shit. Yeah,
1: yeah. And they're you know? having a nice middle school out yes. and just yes. doing some nice but, dry humping and yes, kissing.
0: But I'm like maybe twenty-three or something, or twenty-four at this time. Right. Something like I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. And so you would expect more to happen. Ryan ended up. I think I don't even I don't think either one of us hit anything that night. It was just a lot of making out and grinding and, and and touching ass and shit. So I don't know what time the party ended, but me and him didn't get back to uh Harrisonburg to Harrisonburg till like six o'clock in the morning. Oh, so yeah. it was a lot of nothing happening for a for long, a long
1: time. time. A lot of nothing.
0: So yeah. That's my success-slash-failure of a story. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, One more thing that I want to touch on. You mentioned something about uh, Scarface while I was in Miami. You mentioned, mm. you asked me if like- Oh, I said st-
1: that that hotel that you were standing yeah. by looks like the one yeah. where his, his boy got chopped up. Yeah. I took it upon myself to- look up
0: where, I was like, man, you know what? Where is that hotel?
1: Like, mm-hmm. where is that at? I want to
0: go see that. <laughs> I look it up, and let me tell you, it's kind of an interesting
1: story. That's hilarious. Give me a second here.
0: Scarface. All the painkillers, Band-Aids, and antibiotics in the world wouldn't have made a much of a difference to Angel Fernandez, the Scarface character whose dismemberment by chainsaw was the 1983 gangster flick's most infamous scene. But today, where the Grizzly attack was set, is being converted to a CVS.
1: <laughs> Dang. This, this, this
0: article is from 2017, by the way. Uh, so that place is now a CVS. Oh, man. Yes. Renovations have already begun at 728 Ocean Drive in South Beach, with the back portion of the building now being demolished. The facade and its iconic porthole windows, one of which served as a backdrop for the Chainsaw Massacre, will be preserved. Oh. Built in 1953, the building housed the Sunray Apartments when Scarface was, uh, when Scarface was filmed in the early 80s. The scene, in fact, is one of the few that ended up being filmed in Miami. I've, okay. Scarface was bedeviled by political infighting, with then-Miami Commissioner Demetrio Perez Jr. threatening to withhold permits unless Tony Montana was recast as a communist agent sent by Castro. Wow,
1: this got political. So,
0: (laughs) the police commissioner was like, look, y'all gonna change the fucking movie or
1: y'all not gonna film it here. Wow. I did not... Neither that. did I. That and is very interesting. I know, and I was like, I
0: was. I, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought it up because it made me look into it. Right, and I found this information, and I'm just thinking, like, Bruh it's just, it's a movie.
1: Like, yeah. would you
0: you think that's gonna take away from the tourism in South Beach, because a nigga got hacked up in a hotel room? Like, come on, like nobody's
1: thinking like, oh, I don't want to go to South Beach because I might get hacked up. No, In if anything, room. people are thinking, man, I want to go see some of the places where Scarface was filmed. But the thing is, nobody, I, I don't know how many people know this information. Right. So they probably still got Mad Tourism off the movie regar- probably. Off, regardless. Probably. Yeah, I want to go live a Tony Montana life. I'm going to go fucking snort a bunch of cocaine and walk around with, with flowy shirts on.
0: But it's, it's interesting because it's like the movie's about a refugee coming to America and rising to the top. Right. The commissioner said, nah, fuck that. I want him to be a communist agent sent by Castro, which, you know, in within American politics, Fidel Castro is very unliked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they was trying to just flip the script on the whole movie.
1: Yeah, that's what, yeah, it doesn't, even, shit, yeah, it doesn't right? give it the same flair. Like, that's, no. that's not what we want to see. We want to see no. somebody come from nothing. Like Yeah, right. it's, not, it's not even a movie anymore. Right. Yeah, right. no, I don't know. The basic message- <laughs> And of- that's why the police commissioner is a police commissioner and not a director. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's why he's not a screenwriter.
0: The basic message of the movie seems to be drugs, killing, and criminal activities. That does not represent the majority of hardworking and law-abiding Cubans. It's a movie, nigga. It's a movie. <laughs> Like, relax. Um. Soon after Montana's bloody fight on Ocean Drive was filmed, director Brian De Palma picked up and moved production to Los Angeles, far from the protesting crowds of South Beach. Uh, and the rest of this article is really irrelevant. Yeah. But I thought that hmm. that in- I thought that information was really interesting, and I wanted to bring that
1: here today. Getting a lot of great Miami, Miami today.
0: Yeah. All you know, right. Oh, yeah, man. So all in all, I mean, I still had a good time. Um, you know, I, 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 took, I took my lady out to eat as I always do. Um, went to a great restaurant, had some awesome food. Um, and you know, Miami gave me what Miami was, was going to give me.
1: Did you leave a review at the restaurant for any place that you went to that you enjoyed yourself? No, no. Why won't we do that? Kim? Why won't we just can, leave a review? I, I mean, can, not to say, I mean, you, it's not like you're ever going and leaving terrible reviews when no, something bad happens. No. So at least you're not that person. No, I'm not that.
0: I don't, I'm neutral. I don't really leave reviews for anything. Yeah. But even if I had a bad time, I would just not go back
1: to that place. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to leave a bad review. Like, it's, it's just, it's just not that serious. I'm going to see if I can look up that the thing that you brought up. It was the, let's see, it should have been our chat. The, the kindness study that was done? Oh yeah. <laughs> on on our 50 states. Where's Florida in there? Oh yeah, that's actually a really good question. Where would Florida be in that kindness um but you did want me to speak about Yeah, I mean, you are a very thoughtful
0: person and mm-hmm. you had a great time in uh Kentucky. And you left many reviews, and I I wanted to hear one. I think I left 11. (laughs) I want
1: to hear one. (laughs) (laughs) And the state of kindness in America. So let's see what they did here. What is is the state of kindness in America? Verizon teamed up with kindness.org to commission a first of its kind. That's funny. First of its kind academic study to find out. We surveyed thousands of people from all fifty states, and the results revealed an enormous capacity for kindness. All fifty states received consistently high scores whatever anyway, uh-huh. number one, Kentucky, which again goes with everything that I said I'm glad you 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 know you caught that mm-hmm. um again, you know Maryland fifty. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Virginia, thirty-four, like smack dab in the, you know, well, not in the middle, but close enough. Mm-hmm. Where else would do you care? Uh, where else do we care? Where's Texas? Forty-two. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Don't, don't do that, hey man. Every time you come in here and say some shit about Texas, shout out Richardson, shout out Richardson, <laughs> shout, shout out Dallas, shout out Houston, <laughs> shout out Abilene. Is where Henry's from. <laughs> Hey. Um. Okay. My dog. Where Where, where else uh, matters to you? Florida. How's Florida? Florida. Where is Florida on here? Let's see. Dang. Where are you guys at? Hold on. I got to. I have to be an asshole real quick because- Florida's forty <laughs> I, <just>, I, For- <laughs> I
0: keep thinking about the camera,
1: and I just want to make sure everything's good. Florida's forty seven. <laughs> only only a couple states behind Maryland. Okay. Jeez Louise, man. It's funny. 32, New York. Hmm. 32. 32 shouldn't be. What? A, come on. 34, Virginia. We're losing out to New York in kindness. Yeah, that's crazy. Come on now. That's crazy. We got to stop it. What's the top 10? That's ridiculous. Okay, I'll give you top 10 kindest states in America. That's ridiculous. Virginia. <laughs> we can't do that. We. That's ridiculous. I thought Virginia was for lovers. Yeah, right. All right. Kentucky. New Mexico. Hmm. Oklahoma. Hmm. Georgia. Okay. North Dakota. Alaska. New Hampshire. Missouri. West Virginia and Wyoming. Okay? All right. So I got some I got some places I need to I need to check out. All righty. I'm going to read to you, sir. Into our audience, a review that I left. All right, <laughs> and it's funny too because as you go to leave a review, you, clearly you're gonna read some other ones. Yeah, and you just see people be like, "Oh man, the green beans were amazing." <laughs> Recommend <laughs> the green beans. Yeah, like it'll just be something just real simple like that. And so I know that
0: you probably generated probably just a new net worth for every
1: place. Man, I tried. Here we go this is for a place called Novo Dolce (laughs) N-O-V-O-D-O-L-C-E My friend and I who have been in the food and beverage slash service industry for quite some time flew in from Virginia to check out many things Bowling Green. But some of the most beautiful things in life happen spontaneously. (laughs) This is just a Google review. The night prior to our visit at Novo Dolce, we had visited the Bistro, which is another of Sasha Mandrappa's restaurants in the area. We were so taken by that experience that we had to try another. We immediately fell in love with the concept of a pub that specializes in elevated cuisine. Hmm. That is what a gastro pub is. So I guess you throw the word gastro in front of something, and that's what it means. Okay. Right. The salmon dish was heavenly. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have it, but that's what I was told. I I was told that that, that it was heavenly. Heavenly. The Dolce Pizza was exquisite. And to top it all off, Anna D. was our server. Her level of customer service is unrivaled. Shout out to Anna. She greets with a breathtaking smile and a soft soul genuineness to match. I was trying to get her a promotion or something. I'm pretty certain that she gets something off of this. Okay. Uh, we talked to her about it. She gets, to so like, something. I hope so. You know, they get, like, a card at the end of the day or the end of the month. You know, whoever gets the most amount, they probably going to get, like, a Best Buy gift card or who knows what they're going to get. Something like that. They got those in Kentucky? Yo. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk about the kind of state like that. <laughs> she had a wonderful menu knowledge, which urged us to order the Limoncello Mascarpone at the end of the meal we were in heaven we wish the best for everyone involved for making this experience what it was for us okay in all caps highly recommend let's go and so novo dolce and so that was yeah i love it that was that's that's what i leave for people if i'm going to go in there and leave something i'm might, you might as well leave yeah, yeah. leave
0: something yeah cuz it's probably a bunch
1: of shitty yeah, again, shitty yeah i mean on there i something. mean if somebody gives you five stars out of five and says that they like the burger that you guys made then it's that's fine like it's not like you're going to dismiss that right as the restaurant but what i did is much cooler yeah no <laughs> yeah. i was i was excited to hear one of these reviews
0: Hey, so I, so
1: that's so, all so i got on that Sir, yes, yes. I don't have just whatever yeah. I have to say. Yes, we'll I, I, say. I, I wanted to get into this meaningfulness card actually. Okay, because I, I think that this, I don't know how long this may take. Okay, I don't know what you, you've had some time to think about yeah, it. Yeah, no, I know what I want to say. I okay, mean, it's, I don't know if it, it ain't gonna. It's last fine. 10 it, do, minutes, it, it, don't, it, it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter how long. <laughs> Before we get into this card, actually, okay. You listen to originality. Yes. You asked me about it at the beginning of this. We've gone through this. We don't have to go back through it. Mm-hmm. But you also listen to the one with my father and I. Yes. What did you think? Man, I thought it was really cool. <laughs> I thought it was
0: just, I thought it was interesting if just by itself to see someone here other than me. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I knew that the dynamic was going to be completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I liked his presence on here. Like, yeah. your, your dad is super wise. And, yeah, he's a, cool, he's a cool. You know, it it really he brought something out of this chair, out mm-hmm. of this position, right? That you're probably not gonna get out of me <laughs> on a daily basis, and I really I I respected the hell out of that. And yes, I, and I would love for him to come back. If anybody, yeah. if anybody is gonna be in this
1: chair, I, I it needs to be yes, Earl, Earl Eugene. Eugene Hooks. Yes. Yeah, no, nah, he, he was he's definitely that dude, and I and I knew it every time I'm able. Hey, hold on, I, what? I ain't what, ain't no books on yeah. you. Yeah, thought oh, there's gonna be some
0: books here when I got here.
1: Nothing. Where's
0: where's my reading material? Nothing. <laughs> I, I,
1: you you want some? Cause I can give some to you. No, nah, we well, good. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You're gonna start school up soon. You're gonna you're gonna have stuff that you need yeah, to read I'm, and, and yeah, get I out am. and get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. But um, no. Every time I'm able to, you know, get him away from family functions. <laughs> And it's just us to get him from from behind the camera. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, and it, it's really funny again because you heard him speak about how he enjoys yeah. that yeah. versus you DJing for your family. I like that came to mind. I had I had to bring that up. But yeah, he just he has a lot to offer. I think he he thinks about things deeply. He's been yeah. on this planet for you know a little while now, and he's he's definitely <laughs> he's, he's definitely had his experiences. So I knew that. Whatever was going to happen, it, it was going to be of that cloth. Mm-hmm. It was going to be cut from that cloth. It yeah. Was just, yeah, just
0: and it's, generating. It's like the dynamic between me and you, you know, we're really good friends. We've known each other a long time, but that's you and your dad. You right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like y'all can get into a just a deeper piece of your souls together than, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. than me
1: and you can. And I, that And Yeah, that was probably the best conversation him and I have had in a very long time. Yeah. It seemed if, very if, thorough. If, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. It. So that's all I had to ask about that. Okay. What is a defining moment in your life? And how did it impact
0: you, Um, I'm gonna go with starting this podcast. Okay. It's been a defining moment. It's been a hell of a ride. Um, just doing this podcast, like I've come on here and expressed certain things that I probably would never express to anyone outside of maybe my close friends or, you know, my fiance. And I I don't know, something about that has transcended outside of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I just feel I feel like it's impacted me in a way where I just I can be more expressive, mm-hmm. not only to people but to myself, mm. you know what I'm saying? Okay. I find myself being able to be a little more honest with myself. Mm. Um, some of the things that go on in my mind, it's not quite the battle it used to be. right? Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm starting to just express to myself and think things through mm. a little more thoroughly. I feel like speaking to you on here, I've learned a lot. Mm. I've taken things from this podcast that I've implemented into my, my
1: real life. That's really funny because I I would have felt as though there would have been no other way. I just threw osmosis. like It would have it just had to have taken place. But then there was a pod a few weeks ago when I was talking about something wacky I was talking about and otherworldly. And you were just like, yeah, you know, every time I come in here, you talk about some more wild shit. And it helps me understand you a little bit more, yeah. which is great. I don't necessarily know if it means I'm going to change anything about my life necessarily. But I like that I understand what's going on with you. So it is interesting to hear that these things have made it through somehow into the matrix. They
0: definitely have. And it feels good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've started making decisions in my life that are better for me. And I, I think this podcast is one of them. Yeah. This podcast is certainly one of them.
1: No, I was that's another thing that we can sort of tether back to the conversation I had with my dad is this is a very interesting type of platform. Yeah. It's a very interesting type of platform and maybe it just, it just look, it looks fun to other people, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. But when you're, you're doing it, just like I expressed about this writing, you learn so much about yourself because you're having so many different types of conversations in pushing to understand more about yourself and more about your co-host and what is going on in your reality period that you probably wouldn't have pushed yourself because what else would have pushed you right what would have been the driving force for you to understand these things and try to articulate all these thoughts if it wasn't the platform and you
0: said something interesting maybe a a few weeks ago about how a lot of topics You give me pushback on, Mm -hmm. you know, just to introduce a different perspective and a different idea about it. Mm -hmm. Like even that type of shit, you know what I'm saying? Cause I leave here with those thoughts, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I I, I think about them and it just, it, it, it furthers the issue for me in that particular scenario or situation. It furthers that and I'm able to conceptualize it in different ways.
1: Exactly. And you texted me about the originality mm-hmm. uh post or recording that I put out and the thing that caught you most was was the idea of family. Yeah. The forefathers putting many various different items in front of the child and exposing them to various things. Yeah. Right? And that matters. It does. It matters. And I spoke about children on there because the cl- that is where education starts. Yeah. Right? But as you get older, it's, it's still important. It's yeah. still important for you to be around people that are unlike you, that disagree with the things that you have to say, and that are willing to have real discussion about it. Mm-hmm. it because, like you said, it, you can you can – you can have those discussions. And even if maybe in that moment you're not the most open to it because maybe the conversation just took a wrong turn or somebody said something inflammatory. And then from there, all the doors towards open mindedness shut, whatever the case is. But that conversation, sometimes it just takes time to meld with your consciousness. It takes time to settle in and marinate. Right. And then it could be that night or the day before or a week or a month from now. It just kind of it comes, it bubbles back up, yeah. And you just got to think about it. But now you have a different take, and because now you by yourself, and all you know, all the anger and hate and rage has now simmered down. You can look at that thing objectively, right? That new you know idea or vantage point objectively, and say, okay, now let me look at this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now mm-hmm. let me look at this. And so yeah, that's yeah. that's huge.
0: Now this this pod has definitely impacted me in a way in which you know. It's just, it's, it's, it's great.
1: It's great. (laughs) Like, I don't know what, like, I feel, I don't know what else to say about it.
0: Like, it's, it's really opened up my mind.
1: Indeed. Indeed, indeed. What is a defining moment in your life and how did it impact you, Earl? Go ahead. Hold on.
0: (laughs) I don't know when I thought about this. But for some reason, I don't, maybe I did, but forgot your dad, you and your dad have the same name, but you're not a junior, but I guess and neither is he, but it's because you guys have different middle names. Is that what makes that? Yeah. Like, cause when, when you introduced him and his first name was Earl, I was like,
1: has this nigga been a junior this entire time, and I didn't know? Wait a minute, you didn't know that my dad's name was Earl until you but listened. Maybe to that? I did. I just holy for- sh- forgot. <laughs> it's possible that I forgot.
0: That is hilarious. Because what are we ever talking about? Your dad being Earl? Like I don't know. I just I could have forgot. But forgot. You, but your
1: dad's name is Michael. Yes. It's just things that you just you just know. I know all of my friends' dads' names. I don't. I, it's possible <laughs> that I did know. Yeah, that is. Hilarious. I just
0: maybe put it in the back.
1: And of you it. know Julian's middle name is Earl. <laughs> yeah, y'all niggas are funny. <laughs> y'all are funny as hell. He never let anyone know it, but yeah, that's his middle name.
0: Y'all are funny <laughs> as hell. Y'all gonna circulate that Earl around
1: for the, for generations. Earlina on the way. <laughs> Earlette. <laughs> uh, no, nah, that's that's hilarious. Okay. Well, so for me to answer is meaningful in this meaningfulness card, you know when people break up, and then you always see them become a whole new person, like it's a new yeah. chapter. So they go and if it's a chick, they go color their hair a whole different. Mm-hmm. They get a nose ring. They start going to the gym. Mm-hmm. The gym part is huge mm-hmm. here because it's your objective a lot of the time. This is mostly hopefully just younger people, but I'm certain it transcends. You want to let the person know that you're, you're okay. better, or not only doing okay, but you are flourishing uh, without them. That is the thing. Okay. And so people start getting in the gym. They try to get the body together. And it's not until they get with the next person that they're like, all right, fuck the gym. I'm done looking good. And, and, then, and, then, they, and then they fall back the, apart. The thought of going to the gym and your ex being the motivation for your workout is crazy. Okay. All right. And I'm glad you said that because the motivation may be crazy initially, Uh but that doesn't, that cannot sustain itself unless you are truly the, just (laughs) the vindictive and slightly spiteful type of person to where this person is going to feel this. Right. They going to feel this regret for as long as I live. Like that being your motivator and holding that sort of grudge for millennia. Like that that is that is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't really think that's the case. I think I mean, clearly it holds out longer for some people than others. But I think that you start with that as your motivation that subsides. And then then it just becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. And now you do it for the right reasons or at least better reasons than trying to piss off your ex. Defining moment for me was when my brother asked me many years ago, I forgot what year this was that I went. It was actually, if it is 2021 right now, then 2016, January, February, he asked me to go on that model cruise ship in October that year. Mm -hmm. At that moment, I knew that I was going to be around a lot of good-looking people. And I also knew that I wanted to be a viable pick for sexual encounters <laughs> with some of the women that were going to be working this cruise alongside me. Because, remember, that's what we went as. like yeah. He was in cahoots with Barbizon, which is the uh-huh. company, and we just were staffed. But we didn't really do anything but show people how to get from this room to that room on the cruise ship and stuff like that. And then all drinks, I think all food was free. And I, and I think it was all drinks. Were, yeah, all drinks were free, too. Mm. Yeah, and alcohol? Yeah. She- and, and they paid us. So I came back. And I didn't even know that part when I did it. But I came back from the cruise. And I want to say like a few weeks later, I just got a check in the mail for like $400. And I was like, oh, "Oh, oh, that was definitely the best time of my life." Like I, <laughs> I, didn't know it at the time. Like I thought it was, but now it really was. Yeah. But January, February, he gives me the call. He's like, "Hey, man, like I, I, I got this position open. Do you want to come and do this?" And I said, "Fuck it, yeah! I'm like I'm gonna go on that cruise with you. I'm gonna make that commitment. You know me. I don't, I don't make commitments weeks in advance. Really." So for months in advance, that was like a long shot. But I was like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go on that cruise with you. M- March, probably. Old boy, duty and I got in the gym. That was when I I, had, I had dabbled before you and I had gotten in the gym and done yeah. some things or whatever, yeah. didn't really know what we were doing. We were finding yeah. our sea legs in there. Yeah. He took me in the gym like he took me in the streets and taught me how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but he brought me in the gym. And I started working out. I went to the gym with y'all niggas one time. <laughs> I'm a fan, yeah. I went one time. That is reminiscent of you going, except you continue to do this, reminiscent of you going on the first hiking trip with us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and being like, you know what? No. Like, fuck what y'all are talking about. I'm not going back out there. That gym, I remember that workout. I remember. Dude, do you remember that workout? <laughs> I remember that workout actually, which is hilarious, because you I, I remember looking at you, you like, hey, what are y'all doing? Like this is like this is unnecessary. First of all, why are y'all doing four sets instead of three? Like why? Like what is going on here? Like so, I I, I get that. He took me in there, and my mindset was, we are gonna push past the pain, and I'm going to accomplish what I set out to accomplish. I'm gonna put some pounds on. At that point in time, that's when I I weighed myself. I was one seventy four, I believe. Man,
0: I put that weight
1: on. That yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was easier for you. That was much easier for you. It took uh, it took a lot of hard work and a lot of eating yeah. for me to gain the amount <laughs> that I did. But I went from one seventy four to I think one ninety five, mm. and it was just all muscle mm. in that amount of time. Now again. The motivation for it at first to just be around good looking people and be a viable option to have some sex. I mean, that's what a lot of people do in general, you know, to be able to have options. Right. You try to build yourself up to be the best version of yourself. So that was that was it for me. I was like, I want to I want to look good when I get on that ship. Yeah. And so I went down there and I'm all fucking beefed up like I've never been in my entire life. Cause I wasn't even doing like mad cardio back then. We was just lifting yeah. weights. Like I wasn't running. I was
0: I, I remember that picture.
1: It was like yeah. a of you and Julian. Yeah, and I'm just like a little more buffed up. I still have like that physique, but I do a lot more cardio now, so it's a lot more like tapered. Yeah. You know? And I got off of that ship, had the best time of my life, definitely succeeded in the ways that I wanted to. Yeah. And it, it actually, I, oh, gratuitously so. I, I needed to relax, honestly. <laughs> I was just nasty on that. it. Was, it was ridiculous. I was like, what are you trying to do? Right. That was just nasty. So I, I come back, and that clearly, the motivation had dissipated. That cruise ship is done with. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting ready for another cruise, but I had now built that into my life. Right. I can't just go back to not working out. Right, it's ridiculous. Right. You don't yeah. even feel the same yeah. anymore. You you have to, you know, build that endorphin up, get that adrenaline going, and you just feel like a million bucks. You you think better, you feel better, you sleep better. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I, I see it working in all these different ways. And you just don't feel weak. There's also that thing too, of just feeling weak, mm-hmm. which I just don't enjoy. So that was a defining moment for me because from that moment forward, when I stepped off of that ship, I never stopped working out. Just just the couple of months during quarantine when I, I wasn't with the with the, the house workouts, <laughs> I just I just couldn't I just couldn't I didn't how, have how the discipline. How did you discipline. feel going back to the gym after that? I felt just oh I was weak as hell. For oh my yeah. Sh- but but the thing is when you when you work out like that, you know what it is you're doing. You know what has to be done because right. you've done it before. I, I remember saying it to people. I was like, give me a month. One month, and I'm going to feel good. And dude and I were in here talking to, talking to each other about it. The first, first week, you feel terrible. Sheesh. Yeah, you're like, dude, I'm so – like," because you know what you used to be able to do. Yeah. And it's not even necessarily about – we said it's not even about pushing heavy weight. It's just the fact that our muscles just felt fatigued quicker. Yeah, like you just didn't even have the drive, like you didn't even have the momentum to be able to go through a, what a full workout used to be, let alone the amount of weight you're lifting. Uh-huh. Yeah, that wasn't even the case. We just seemed fatigued. It I didn't like,
0: want uh, to go to Dick's and get a couple dumbbells and nothing? Like,
1: nah, no, we should have we should have and if we did, you know, decide to do that, we'd have went through Austin cuz we real because we really we must to go to Dix. We was gonna go through Austin and get the weights from him, okay? okay. Support local black business, Keon. Talking about Dix. I don't know I don't know Richard. I know Austin. What did you talking about? <laughs> Austin or cool, nigga. Fuck is you what are you talking about? But uh Yeah, so that was definitely a defining moment for me because it, it 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 means everything. It means everything to me now, honestly. To to still be active, to be exercising, to find new ways because once you open that door, your workout starts to become stagnant, and then you got to find something else, mm-hmm. and you got to find something else. So then that's when I get into total body conditioning classes with a bunch of ladies in there, but I don't care because they working hard, yeah. and I'm like I'm just gonna work hard with them yeah. and make it work for me. And then you, I get into yoga, and then I get into different kinds of yoga. There's cycling classes. I haven't been to any cycling classes, but I think I'm about to. I might try that out soon. But yeah, you're always just trying to find new ways to exercise and it it means everything. And and then I think it goes hand in hand because it also makes you want to be a little bit more mindful with the things that you put in your body too. I think it just goes hand in hand. So right now I'm just drinking a a kale. Look at just look at this. It's like a kale cucumber spinach. There might be some orange in there. There's 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 fruit. There's something called green chard in there, which is, I believe, a leafy green. Okay. There might be some type of there might be like a, some citric, like maybe like some orange. Okay. Uh, in there or whatever, but it tastes good to me. Okay. Is the moral of the story really? And it feels good to be able to do things that not only are good for you, but you have now incorporated them in such a deeply ingrained way that it also is enjoyable. Mm-hmm as you do it so yeah so that 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 was my that's my defining moment awesome and we have one more card and we can do this right here right now and be done with these cards all right what is it take three deep breaths Yes. And that is, that, is, that, is, the that is the end. That is the end. That is the end. And I meaningfulness cards. I purposely put that at the end. Oh, that,
0: I mean, that was good. You should, that, that was a good idea.
1: And, and this plays MyIntent.org, which has been behind this. I haven't spoken about them at all yeah. <laughs> while we've done this, by the way. I was just yeah. like, oh, meaningfulness cards. MyIntent.org. Our mission is to be a catalyst for meaningful conversations and positive action. Mm-hmm. What do you know? They did that here. We believe there is purpose inside each of us. And we want our efforts to encourage people to share more truth and inspiration with each other. Dope. And that's and that's and damn it, myintent.org. You guys are doing
0: it. Absolutely.
1: Got a lot out of those cards. Yeah, one thousand percent. So yeah, now we'll we'll figure something else out because that's what we do. That's what that's what yeah. content creators do. Yes, we create. Yes, we so that's that's that anything else that you would like to talk to the people about, sir? uh no sir on, no, sir. on, on the episode Keon returns, <laughs> no sir, no sir all right we we're, we're we're good to we're good to wrap this up, sir.
0: uh, my last words are it's good to be back. I appreciate Earl Lonnie and Earl Eugene uh, for holding it down <laughs> while I was gone. um a lot of great content came out of these last couple of weeks, even without me being here. I appreciate that you know you you guys can do that. And it, it feels good to be back. I was very energized about this podcast today. Yes, for sure. You definitely
1: were. Came in here with all, all the <laughs> smile on your face. <laughs> Anywho, uh, my last words would be thank you all, just as well as Keon, thanking you for sticking around, for being there when he was not there, for listening to me in my shorts, right? my My mm-hmm. pride mm-hmm. episode, my originality episode, one coming up next being my... Thoughts on parallels. <laughs> look
0: out for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, look out for that. So yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoy that support too because I'm you know I'm trying something new and I'm working really hard to make it work. So I, I appreciate that support as well. And that's all I have to say. More flowers for the people as I give flowers to everyone in Bowling Green, Kentucky, Novo Dolce, Sasha Mandrapa, Anna D. Anna D shout out. Shout out. That's it. Was it seventy one? 71. Nice. Peace.